I envision home economics in the future to be more community-based. So, you know, let's say you don't have any interest in learning how to sew, but I love to sew and you love to cook. Then we can create a community that is sustainable and using all the principles of home economics without having to learn everything. Um, you know, because we do lead busy lives and we need to have a balance. This is the Modern Domestique podcast, where each episode is dedicated to a different aspect of reviving home economics in a fun, modern, and practical way. I'm Stacy Keating, and in this pilot episode, I had the pleasure of having a conversation with my friend Nancy Thompson all about the Modern Domestique. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Nancy. So tell us about the Modern Domestique. So I started the Modern Domestique about a year ago now um, as kind of a way for myself to explore home economics more and also to share that with other people who might be interested in sort of DIYing things or learning how to cook or learning how to sew. Um, and I realized that while there's a lot of different resources for sewists or foodies or um, you know knitters and things like that, um, home management you know, people trying to live on a budget. There's a lot of separate resources. There's not sort of something that encompasses all of that, which is home economics. Um, it, it's sort of the umbrella that teaches you kind of how to live life and within a community, how to make yourself and your community better, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of hard to find now because home economics isn't something that exists really anymore. Um, There's the homesteading movement, which is similar, you know, like learning how to keep chickens and how to um, keep your, you know, root cellar in good order and how to store things, kind of stockpiling, stuff like that. Um, But it's not the basics, like what kind of knives do you need in your kitchen and how do you sew on a button so that way you don't have to throw your shirt in the trash, which eventually ends up in a landfill. Um, you know, and I, I think that home economics sort of ties all of that together for a more sustainable community and then world, if we're all kind of doing it. Wow, that's admirable. <laughs> so how did this start for you? Well, um, when I was actually living in Paris, I was teaching myself how to knit because I was living on a really tight budget and I wanted a new scarf. So I got together with my girlfriends and they taught me how to knit. And then I taught myself how to crochet from there. And then Pinterest came along and I saw all of these things that had never occurred to me that you could like make for yourself, like ranch dressing, you know, like in my mind, it was just always something you buy. It was never something that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was kind of exposed to home economics when I was young, sort of begrudgingly exposed to it because my mom actually has a master's degree in home economics. Um, So I remember her when I was a kid trying to teach me how to sew, you know, in the summertime. She was a third grade teacher at the time, so she had summer times off with us. Um, And she was trying to teach me how to sew since I'm older than my sister. She started with me, and I just remember sitting at the sewing table sewing these fluorescent orange shorts that I hated listening to my sister outside splish splashing around in the jacuzzi and so jealous you know and and I just had no interest in anything home economics or in like how to make anything um the joke was kind of that I was the one in the family that would burn water (laughs) so you know from there I kind of had to 
back step a little bit and be like, wait a minute, there are good things in this and I don't have to do everything so rigidly. I can just kind of learn things as I go along rather than being a master of something. Because I think I felt a lot of pressure when I was little to make sure that everything was perfectly straight and perfectly seasoned and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so at, through my time in France, I really learned how to slow down and enjoy things. And I think that that really influenced my um, sort of want of learning how to cook and learning how to sew and learning how to connect more with people around me. Um, you know, whether it be asking my friends to show me how to knit or by learning how to make, um, you know, some food to take to a party that, you know, the French would be like, whoa, what's this? You know, like, it's my American take on this or whatever. Um, and that all ties back to home economics and learning how to live slowly and enhance your com community through that. Wow, it sounds like it would be an opportunity to also build self-esteem. For sure, yeah. Learn how to really do things for yourself and find pride and pleasure, you know, in it. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's something that, um, you know, as I learn new things as I go along, the little things kind of make such a big difference. You know, sewing your first buttonhole or... Um, I crocheted my bouquet when I got married, which was something that I never imagined I could do. But, you know, I was like, well, I guess I got to learn sometime because it's something that interests me. So I just kind of did it. And yeah, there are mistakes along the way, but I think that's how you really learn your own style and learn exactly what you feel like doing. You know, I'm not necessarily someone who sits around cross-stitching in that aspect of crafting. Um, but if I can make something that I feel like I can use or that someone else can use to make their lives better, then I'll totally go out and learn how to do it. And it does feel really rewarding to learn new things and have something tangible that you can either consume or give away or use um, that makes everyday life um, more, more unique and more individualized. Mm, absolutely. So tell us about your goals for the blog and who, what age group and who you think would be, you know, interested in this type of thing. Yeah, well, I think that anyone who has any interest in doing anything for themselves rather than just buying it would be my target audience. Um, you know, I think that it's great for parents who want to kind of teach their kids how to do things. Um, my, my goals with the blog would be to eventually offer online classes that, you know, take you from A to Z, um, you know, how to set up your kitchen in a functional way and these are some easy recipes to try or how to set up a home management, you know, financing tracking system, you know, and, and this is what you can do in that aspect or this is how you can sew on a button or... Um, you know, different small things like that. It doesn't have to be this big, like, I'm going to sew a wedding dress, you know. If, if you want to learn how to sew, you can you just start learning how to mend, you know, because that's really the biggest way to increase sustainability in your life rather than just throwing things away. Yeah, and I, and I really like the fact, too, that anyone can be a modern domestic, you know, um, in their own way. It's... It doesn't have to be exactly what I put on the blog, you know, just because I put up, you know, DIY fizzy bath fun time, you know, <laughs> doesn't mean that everybody has to make that in order to be their version of a modern domestique. Anyone can be a modern domestique if they're doing anything on, you know, learning any new home economics related thing, which is a huge 
range of things, you know, whether it be broth making or sewing or um, dusting behind picture frames, you know, or gardening or whatever. So how does it work? You do a blog how often and what are you doing with that? Yeah, right now I'm also working. Um, so I try and get at least one article out a week and I'm working on the podcast to kind of get more information out to people. Um, and then also slowly working on the courses um, that I'll be offering through the through the website. Um, so it's kind of slow and steady at the moment, but I think that's kind of what home economics is. <laughs> and I love your name. The name is so beautiful. How did you come up with your name? Well, because I lived in Paris for so long, I wanted to kind of tie in that connection because that had such a big impact on me. Um, you know, not only personally growing, but also in the aspect of kind of learning how to relax into life, I guess, um, and taking the time to really make things and appreciate where things come from, even if you don't make it yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to do sort of a modern home economics view, so that's where the modern came from, and the domestique is, is the word for like living domestically and, and everything that having to do with the home. Mm -hmm. You know what's interesting is that Years ago, when women primarily were in the home mm -hmm. and not working, mm -hmm. uh, home economics, I think there were, you even took it in school, you mm -hmm. took home ec, but then the female population with feminism mm -hmm. and, you know, women wanted to get out, and, mm -hmm. and I think that it kind of boomeranged us into a place where we really weren't in the home, mm -hmm. and I really love your modern, relevant view of bringing us back sort of to center mm. where we can be professional women but what a tragedy to not really claim that kind of divine feminine power that we have to create things mm -hmm. in our homes and make our homes sustainable in in ways that sort of almost became taboo for a while like yeah. don't be in your house go out and get a job that's really and and so i really honor sort of this sort of old world quality that I often see in you. Oh, um, <laughs> That kind of is bringing something back with, with a modern flair to it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think you're absolutely right about the feminism aspect kind of with, you know, with good intentions and good reason, mm -hmm. kind of really getting rid of home economics. Um, because it is something that, I mean, you kind of need to, to, for anybody, whether you're male or female or anywhere in between, that you need to be able to survive, really, because if tomorrow the grocery store shuts down and if the mall shuts down, then how are you going to get your clothes? How are you going to get your food? And how are you going to know what to do with that food, even if you can grow food or, you know, whatever? So I think there is a survival survivalist aspect of it, too. Um, but I think that now with the modern view, you know, even if, it, you know, there's just one person living in a home, you want that home to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want to feel good when you come home. You want to, on a snow day, be able to make yourself some broth or something if you have the tools. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that that's something that was lost when home economics kind of was gotten rid of, you know, through budget cuts and feminism and, you know, everything. And I totally think I'm a feminist, but I, I definitely, um, I, I definitely think that somehow it got step, taken a step too far and home economics was 
was tossed out the window. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, thank you for your work in this area because I think that many people will benefit from it. And thank you, Nancy. Yes. <laughs> cool. Thanks so much for tuning in to this pilot episode of the Modern Domestique podcast, and thanks to Nancy Thompson for the conversation today. Make sure to tune in to the next episode to hear all about Nancy's high-mineral vegetable broth, King's Broth. A big thank you also to Brian Keating for the theme music and for producing this episode. If you like the podcast, make sure to tell a friend and subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Oh, and I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to stay in touch on the website, Facebook, or Instagram. Thanks again for tuning in, and have a very modern domestic day.